0: The purpose of this podcast is to promote technical and career education and to inform the public of career opportunities that are not just in high demand, but essential to the American workforce. We hope you will enjoy today's podcast.
1: Today on Imagine America Radio, we are going to be interviewing Midwest Technical Institute and Delta Technical Colleges on their COVID-19 reopening strategy. By way of background, Midwest Technical Institute was founded in Lincoln, Illinois in 1995 and now operates six campuses across three states. Midwest Technical Institute and Delta Technical Colleges offer programs and courses in industries like welding, medical assisting, HVAC, truck driving, cosmetology, dental assisting, medical billing and coding, massage therapy, and phlebotomy programs and are accredited by the Accrediting Commission of Career Schools and Colleges or ACCSC. We hope you enjoy our conversation with our guest, Beth Anderson, the Chief Operating Officer of Midwest Technical Institute and Delta Technical Colleges, on their COVID-19 reopening strategy.
0: This edition of Magic America Radio, we're joined by Beth Anderson, Chief Operating Officer for Midwest Technical Institutes and Delta Technical Colleges. Well, Beth, let's start. Let's start, let's start with the conversation with the listeners, if you wouldn't mind, very briefly outlining your strategy to our listeners of Midwest Technical Institutes and Delta Technical Colleges has done to accommodate the current COVID-19 pandemic. Can you briefly outline that for us, please?
2: Sure. Uh, Back in March, uh, when we determined that it was best to close our campus completely due to the COVID-19, we actually reconfigured our break schedule and gave our students a two-week break in March and during that two weeks we moved everything curriculum wise to an online platform for each program Uh, and so on uh, march 30th we brought students back gradually and got them signed on to our online platforms and we were able to continue their education as far as theory um, on those online platforms
1: okay now for the purposes of this episode uh, we're, we're trying to inform our listeners of your reopening strategy I'm assuming this is something that might vary state by state, but can you briefly explain what the reopening strategy is? Is this something that's maybe broken into stages? Um, you know, can you kind of just talk about which states you've already, maybe you've already opened some of your classes and how is this sort of uh, working out?
2: Uh, yes, and, and actually it has varied by state. Um, the state, uh, states of Mississippi and Missouri were able to open sooner than our, our campuses in Illinois. Um, so in May, we were able to gradually re- reopen Mississippi and Missouri. And what we did was bring back students that technically should have graduated um, over the previous two months when we were on the online platforms. We brought them back into the buildings first. Um, and gave them our attention right away so that we could get them through the skills, the actual hands-on skills that they weren't able to to, um, achieve while online. Um, We brought them back so that they could start working on their job search and and go to work as soon as they they were ready to do that and comfortable doing that. Uh, From there, we started bringing in the rest of the students. We are 100% open in those two states, Mississippi and Missouri. Um, In Illinois, we weren't able to open until early July. And again, we did the same gradual approach where we brought in students that either should have or were getting ready to graduate. And we brought them in and we have had to do some hybrid a little bit based on staffing. And so, but for the most part, mechanical trades, they're 100% in the building, in their shops. And with Allied Health, we do have a couple of situations where we've done a hybrid of online and lab. Um, But for the most part, we have 100% of our students in the building
1: Um, every day. I like what you said there about kind of taking care of the students who were supposed to graduate you know right before Mm -hmm. all this stuff sort of hit and taking Mm -hmm. care of them first and then getting them through and then now focusing on uh, the new students or the other students. So tell me what are some of the procedures that your campuses are setting in place to make sure that the classrooms are effectively cleaned for a safe learning environment?
2: Well we have each instructor each classroom um, has you know disinfectant and every time the student class moves through, with leaves for the day, then the classroom is cleaned by the instructors. Our maintenance department obviously cleans um, several times a day, making sure bathrooms are clean, um, classrooms are clean, and, you know, all those things. We also have hand sanitizer available in every room, and there's plenty of signage around to remind people to, you know, keep, stay clean, social distance, and all that.
1: That's great. I'm glad that, uh, and I'm sure your students appreciate all the efforts that you're taking to make sure that they're safe while they're there. Yes, building. yes.
2: And we actually did quite a bit of deep cleaning um, while okay. the students were off for that two months um, when, it, when we initially went online. So uh, a lot of our campuses got fresh paint and, and obviously were deep cleaned during that time.
1: Oh wow, fresh paint too. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, okay, so one common thing that I'm hearing from a number of our schools that we're interviewing during this process is that there's actually some things that have come out of COVID-19 uh, that, are, that are positive. Now, whether that be, you know, establishing a stronger online admissions process or classroom procedures, online learning, etc. What are a few things that Midwest Technical Institute and Delta Technical College uh, will be taking away from, from this pandemic?
2: Uh, we definitely will be taking away the virtual admissions and financial aid process um, as, a, as a bigger component of what we do. We had dipped our toe in it prior to COVID and then obviously we were forced to to do that um, in, in our call center as well. So and our call center actually remains remote they you know we, we haven't really brought we've, we've tried to keep you pop our population at our campuses um, manageable as far as the social distancing and such. So the the call center is an area where we saw, as well as admissions and financial aid, that we saw success with them working remote. So we've continued that until very recently. Um, But again, that's something that we know we can continue on with. If there's a turnover at a campus or shortage at a campus, we have a virtual rep that can can be there. uh, And we have a lot of confidence in that process now because of COVID. Uh, We also have realized that some of our allied health programs could potentially be offered in a hybrid setting. We do feel strongly that our mechanical trades programs need to be on the ground at the campuses because it's a lot of shop and hands-on. But as far as allied health goes, we do feel like we could eventually offer theory online, but yet still bring them in for labs. it's something we'll be looking at in the future.
1: Yeah, you know, I think as we're interviewing a number of these schools, that's that's sort of a common thing that that uh, the schools are taking away is that not only you know does it sort of improve your online admissions process, but I think that the student on the other end of that is sort of expecting some of these hybrid models or you know instant uh, online uh, admissions assistance. You know, especially coming out of this COVID nineteen pandemic, they're sort of expecting this moving forward, and so I think it's great that that, that, that was a, one of your key takeaways, uh, as I think that students
0: are going to be, you know, expecting that from their educational institutions. We're talking to Beth Anderson, Chief Operating Officer for Midwest Technical Institute and Delta Technical College. Um, you know, I want I to want spin off on what you said, if you don't mind, um, on the hands-on. Because I think that's critical with regard to schools like yours. So why don't you take just a minute and give us tell us why you think that particular aspect of your training is important? That being the hands-on, uh, the hands-on uh, side of it, please.
2: Okay. Uh, we offer it's competency-based learning. All of our programs, um, you know, they, there's a list of competencies, and those are hands-on on thing skills. That, that we train our students on how to do. They, they watch the instructor that's an expert in that program, um, demonstrate those things, and then they're expected to demonstrate the same thing for their instructor um, until they're competent at it uh, so that when they, we send them out to externship in out in the allied health fields or to a job for welding and HVAC, they have those skills. They're able to, to do those skills at an entry level at minimum. So they come to us to learn a skill or trade with their hands. That's what we pride ourselves on. Um, so we need to we need to focus on that. Even though we can offer them some theory online, um, really the hands-on training is what we promise to our students. And so we feel very, very much that that we need to be able to to get them through that in order for them to be successful in their skill.
0: You know, you know, Beth. Some things you just I mean, online is fantastic, and I'm old enough that that I, I still struggle a little bit with with the online and technology. least sitting here laughing as he's looking at me, but I do. Uh-huh. But but it's absolutely the differentiator with schools like yours. I, and uh-huh. I, I'm so glad that you brought it up because there's certain things that are great for online, fantastic for online. Maybe we should have been doing it a long time ago, but there's certain things that you just got to do and you got to repeat it and you got to practice it and you got to be with – experienced people that can give you advice on how you're doing it and, in welding and in those technical trades are just those kinds of things. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. Well, let me, let me go on to one other thing, which I think is before, before we, we, we close this thing down. I think it's absolutely critical that uh, we would like you, uh, if you wouldn't mind uh, Beth real quickly, just telling us how is Midwest tech and Delta tech educating students and informing potential new students on what the protocols are that are in place for safety measures that are being taken because I'm sure our listeners are going to sit out there and go who's watching who's who's making sure that my son or my husband or my cousin is 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 informed about these things and is it is taking is heeding them
2: yeah and and we we do communicate with our students um through email as well as social media on what our and 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 also on our website as far as what we are doing Uh, we are doing temperature checks at the door before every shift of students come in in the and and sending anyone home that has a temperature 100 degrees or above Uh, we also obviously hand washing is imperative as well as using the hand sanitizer and so there are many many signs in the bathrooms in the hallways Uh, just reminding people of how important good hygiene is. Um, And then we also, you know, our instructors, we have done some training with them as far as safety and hygiene so that they can be good role models and they can, you know, they're talking about it all the time as well with their students. Uh, We have a sandwich boards in all of our lobbies. So the first thing anyone, whether they're a visitor or a student, first thing they see when they come into the campus is all the things that we're doing, the temperature checks, the hand washing, Um, hand sanitizer, cleaning the classrooms. So, and obviously we're all wearing masks. If you're in the hallway, if you're within, you know, if if you leave your office or you have someone in your office, everyone has a mask on. Um, And I will tell you that that's followed a hundred percent. So we, and again, we are, we have that on social media and we are trying to make sure we want people to be comfortable here. Um, So it's very important to us. It's important to us to, that our employees feel safe as well. So um, it, it's a big deal.
0: We've had an absolutely great conversation with Beth Anderson, Chief Operating Officer of Midwest Tech. We want to thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule. But more importantly, we want to thank Midwest Tech and Delta Tech for the, the commitment to safety and education of their students because their success in the past has been commitment to the student. their Their success in the future is going to be sustaining that in this COVID environment. and We just want to commend you for what you've done and how you're leading the way in, in helping students get prepared for the jobs of the future, get, get adapt to this COVID-19 situation, and get, get good jobs going forward. Thank you very much for the time you've spent with us today.
2: Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Imagine America Radio. We hope you found it informative. For more information about future episodes and the Imagine America Foundation, you can go to our website, imagine-america.org forward slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts and to get information on the many programs offered by the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing. Please subscribe today so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. For now, Thank you very much for joining us and best wishes.